Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show for the week of March 16th. We welcome mixed martial arts super fan Debbie Gamble on the program to well enlighten us with some positivity. This and a whole lot more coming up next on the Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready, you're ready. Five seconds to the open. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, the Roman Show in quarantine, just like uh, we all are, enjoying ourselves here home. Nothing else to do. And joining me on the other side, the man of the hour, Mr. The Dashing One, George Alonzo. George, everyone's hanging in there. We're in quarantine with this whole coronavirus thing. People just didn't listen and wash their hands. They went out and party in bars. And that is the status that we are hopefully... We don't get any shutdowns here in uh, in Miami like they're doing in San Francisco or in Italy, but uh, we're hanging in there, man. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm here. I'm healthy. I'm safe. Uh, we sanitized your house uh, a little bit before walking in. Uh, on top of that, of course, we have our sanitizer, a little bit of sanitizer here, thankfully. Uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, I pray for everyone out there that is still looking for the necessity, especially the elderly, especially the, the ill. Uh, I pray for you, and I hope you do find your necessities for this time. But, you know, I, I, I couldn't help but notice while looking into your pantry, you have no ingredients for margaritas. Nah, we're going to have to go raw, man. They ran out. No, I, I, listen, let, I'll be right back. I'm going to walk to your kitchen, and I'm going to look for some ingredients. I, I can't do this without my margarita. You knock yourself out. But listen, uh, on a serious note, yeah, like George was mentioning, make sure you take care of the elders there. If, if you have a neighbor who happens to be alone, uh, an elderly person, you know, Hook them up with some milk, uh, water, some some food, whatever the heck they need. You know they're going to need it in this time of need. Uh, but definitely don't go out there and, 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 and do some nonsense. There's some people that are doing some things that are not they're not supposed to. But uh, listen to the officials. Get yourself informed. Keep washing your hands uh, and follow directions. You know, that, that's all we can do. Be patient. You know, we're, we're lucky that. We're healthy. I mean, that's that's the reason why you guys are listening to the Roman show in the first place. But, uh, you know, stay strong. That, that's all we can do during this time. We'll get through this. We've been through worse, guys. Trust me. This, has, this is not the end of the world. Don't go out and cause a riot or, or chaos. The world is not coming to an end. We will survive. And if, if you do know anyone that has a coronavirus, you know, let, let, let's pray for them and let's be, be there by their side. Eventually, all this stuff will just go uh, uh, down and we'll be back to normal. Just hey, be a little Roman, patient. Uh, what? what? Hey, Roman, you have any sweet and sour? No, I do not. Help, dude, you don't even have any. <sighs> Jesus, because I'm trying to do something serious and nice here, for goodness sake. Listen, I need my margarita. 
can I can I mention the sponsors here? Please, for goodness sake, they're the ones that that. Oh shush! Listen, shout out to Manscaped. Uh, They are the ones that keep your uh, bottom or your 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 grown area there uh, very nicely trimmed and cut, especially on dates. Manscaped is what you need to purchase. And listen, um, and I don't know about you. Do you get margarita, by the way? Dude, you have no sweet and sour. How do you not have sweet and sour? I told you, man, drink it raw. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just keep drinking. Listen, when you, you know, when you get a little bush down there, you know, we have a little smoothness going on. The tool you need to use is Manscaped. And since we're in quarantine, you have a whole lot of time <laughs> to lawn the, the, <laughs> the, the grass down there, if you know what I'm talking about. And the best tool to do it, and don't worry, we're still getting mail, so you get things shipped to your house. Manscaped.com is a website you need to visit and use the promo code The Roman Show. And my man, I know we're a little bit tied up here with gyms, they're closed, but when the time is right, when we all return to the gym, you need to get yourself some gear from Knockout Boxing uh, or Knockout Fight Gear. You can visit knockoutboxing.us for more information. That's knockoutboxing.us for more information. In fact, you can get yourself some punching bags. I know at this time, fitness equipment is is selling like hotcakes. So head on over to knockoutboxing.us and get yourself maybe a a punching bag. That's what you need. Or if not, well, go ahead and load up on some geese, some boxing gloves, whatever you need. But head on over, knockoutboxing.us. And George, we have a little anxiety nowadays. I got the product just for you. That's Fight Back CBD. Get yourself some Fight Back CBD. You're going to need some with all this stuff going around the world. But eventually, again, everything will will ease up. And to ease it up right now, get yourself some Fight Back CBD. Hey, visit fightbackcbd.com. All right, let's talk. Uh, let's just shoot the shit, man. Let's shoot the shit. <laughs> so many things going on. Pro wrestling, mixed martial arts, George. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, we just finished watching uh, AWR Elite Wrestling. I-, I thought it was a great show. Definitely delivered some fresh content. Something that we needed in this time. Since we're home, bored out of our minds. We saw the debut of Brody Lee. We saw the debut of Matt Hardy. George, and actually, this was what, your first time that you saw a full-length AEW show? What were your thoughts? Um, Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be the one to judge A and B, especially during this time, because I'm very thankful for what all those AEW superstars, AEW staff, AEW backstage, same thing for WWE backstage, stars, etc., for doing what they're doing to entertain us. While every other sport is shut down, while every other sport said we can't run, while every other show has canceled their appearances, WWE and AEW continue to deliver some production, whether they're in an empty arena or not. So whether you're a fan or you're not, you should not be hating on the whole empty arena thing, nor should you be commenting, because at the end of the day, they don't really have to do this. They could shut down like everyone else, and we will be left with nothing. So think about that before you go on to social media and say, Oh, but WrestleMania is going to be in front of an empty crowd. They should have done this. At the end of the day, they don't have to do anything. They could have shut down. 
So be happy that there's someone giving us entertainment. And, and, and amen to that. You know, we were just talking. It brought a smile to me. It brought a smile to you. Shoot. We don't just have to talk about AEW, but let's just go back to Friday Night SmackDown when Triple H opened up uh, the program saying, hey, we're, we're here to do what we do best. And that's put a smile on your face with our performances. And you're absolutely right. There are no other sports right now that is giving us fresh content. If you go on a Saturday or on a Sunday, right now we're in March Madness. They're playing basketball games from like 2016, 2006, the best of. But pro wrestling is the only program, the only product giving us fresh content. Except the UFC, they only had one fight that they gave us live last Friday. But that's pretty much it. We're going to have to wait for fresh content from the UFC. But pro wrestling is it. Now, George, don't you think that by having fresh product, brand new stuff that you haven't seen, other than the news, it just repeats the same old thing with coronavirus. Don't you think that pro wrestling itself is going to get fresh new faces? And I'm talking about fans. Yes, because right now there's nothing to see as far as sports fans are concerned. MMA fans are going to say, wow, we have no MMA to watch. Yes, they have UFC on demand and all that stuff, and they could watch that. But when you're looking at live television... They are going to say what sport is on. Same for football fans. Same for basketball fans. Same for baseball fans. The list goes on and on. And then they're going to swing by some random sport. Yes, with men wearing tights. uh, How everyone likes to make fun of wrestling. Saying half naked uh, and all that stuff. They're going to say, wow, this is a sport. And maybe some get into it. Some may not. But the whole point is, is that wrestling will get a automatic boom for this. And to kind of play it forward, for every new fan, it also helps with the independent wrestling. Yes, independent wrestling is what fuels the WWE because that's where most stars come from. But at the same time, WWE introduces fans to wrestling and then those fans become people who want to go to shows independently. So no one should be hating on each other. At this point, it should all be unity. We're all in this together and we need to fight together. And you mentioned indie wrestlers. They're not getting paid because there are no shows. So only way to support these guys is buying their merchandise. I know there's several avenues as far as how you can can reach out and, and purchase your, your t-shirt but that's the only way you can support these guys and women just head on over and purchase a shirt not just for pro wrestlers i, I want to want to talk about metal bands heavy metal bands they can perform they can go on tour head on over to your your favorite band's facebook page or instagram page or twitter account and visit their website and purchase a t-shirt because 20 bucks nowadays goes a long way we don't know where we're going to be in three, four months. We don't know what's going to happen, George. Bars are shut down. You know, restaurants are shut down. And the bills still need to get paid. Money is still circulating. And these guys don't have that money uh, because they're not getting anything. I know Trump mentioned, President Trump mentioned they're, they're going to get 1000 bucks for 1000 and change. But that's not enough. Let's face it. You still have to pay your, your rentals or, or your, your mortgage, whatever the hell it is. So if you put 20 bucks in one of these guys or girls' pockets, listen, it will go a long way. And, and speaking of which, and we're, we still got a lot to talk here, 
Um, one thing that we got to get out of, out of the way, George, I know you had uh, SPW uh, in April. Unfortunately, that's been canceled. Um, I know a lot of fans were anticipating this event. It was a free event. Uh, and I want to let uh, you, we're going to give you the mic here uh, to share the latest information you have about the SPW event that was scheduled for April. However, it's not going to be rescheduled due to the coronavirus. What can you tell us, man? So basically, April uh, has been canceled. Well, not canceled. It's been postponed. And what's going to happen is that we have rescheduled it for some time in June. In June was originally going to be our fourth event known as Justice for All. Justice for All is now being pushed to July. Uh, now, and then on top of that, uh, For the Glory, which is our WrestleMania or Star K, whatever you want to consider it, uh, is still on schedule for September. And then our all-women's event is going to be scheduled for November, uh, which is known as Remember the Ladies. But the whole point is this. It's not canceled. It's postponed to June. And we are going to reconstruct the entire card. We will be back in the city of Sweetwater at Roncelli Park in June. It will also be free. And we are ready in negotiations for a big name superstar to make it up to you fans. So I highly suggest you go follow us on Facebook uh, by looking up Sweetwater Pro Wrestling on Facebook. Give us a follow. Or on Instagram at Sweetwater underscore Pro underscore Wrestle on Instagram and be up to date because you do not want to miss who this big name superstar is come June. Ooh, I'm tempted to find out who that is. Uh, so, you know, just, just hang tight. SPW events will move forward. Just going to have to be a little patient in June. And again, as George mentioned, there will be a big name. Now, you mentioned about SPW having their WrestleMania. WrestleMania, as you know, is just about two weeks away from now, uh, April 4th and 5th. George, is it April 4th? I don't even know what day it is. Is it the 4th or the 5th or the 3rd or the 4th? I, I get my days to, I think it is the 3rd and the 5th. What, the WrestleMania? Fifth. Yeah, third, the 4th and the 5th. So we got word Friday that WrestleMania was going to be held at the WWE Performance Center. And now we're getting word that WWE now has or is going to split WrestleMania into two days. Something that was done over in Japan for Wrestle Kingdom this year, where they had a, an event of the Wrestle Kingdom one, I guess it was the, the first leg on, 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 on Saturday. And then they did the second part on Sunday. And now we are learning. There are rumors, George, uh, what it, it, it's, it's someone that one of the Mark Romardi, one of the most respected, I guess, journalists, you would say he stated that WrestleMania in its entirety would not be in the performance center in Orlando. There are going to be multiple venues where WrestleMania will take place. We don't know how many uh, venues this is what I'm talking about. Maybe it could be two, three. But it's not going to be recorded live or shot live in the same place. That doesn't even really matter, George, whether it's filmed in Orlando. One, one match is filmed in Orlando, one in freaking Kansas or one in Dubai. Because the bottom line is... This event, WrestleMania, is going to be live, but with no fans. 
So you can shoot this this thing in my backyard for all I care. I just want some damn wrestling. Don't tell me where it's going to take place. Give me some freaking entertainment because that's what we need. Then I heard a rumor. There was a rumor going out that there was a match. or Some of the matches are going to be held in New York in the Barclays Center. Reason being because in Orlando, there's a possibility that the city might might shut down the WWE from shooting WrestleMania at the location because of this whole coronavirus. So Vince McMahon is looking into other avenues, hence Barclay or even Madison Square Garden as a potential venue to shoot WrestleMania live. Listen, no matter the way I see it or the way you see it, this is going to be a historic WrestleMania. Okay, you could have had 80 plus thousand people in this in the stadium. That would be great. But this is the first ever empty audience WrestleMania in history. Like you always have said off the air, wrestling now is like Broadway. It's like going to Broadway, New York. You know, when we saw we saw Monday Night Raw together and Edge cut such a great promo. And and, and it, we know Edge, he's not only just a professional wrestler, but this, done, this guy has done acting. And you can see it the way that he delivered that promo where he would look away from the camera, put his hand on his head, look away, and then look straight at the camera again. This is stuff that they teach you in acting class. This is stuff that, that professional actors do. And yes, George, this is like Broadway. Because when, when the performers are, are on stage, the audience, the light is dim. So performers can't even, it's very hard for the performers to see the fans or, or the audience themselves. So this, if you look at it, and, if, and it's always been, in my, in my opinion, professional wrestling has always been like a Broadway show. It's just that they, they allow the fans to scream and yell. But at the end of the day, what are they doing? They are performing, George. They're, they're delivering uh, action inside the squared circle through physical contact and all these high-flying moves and getting on the mic. It's just Broadway on roids. Yeah, practically. And like I said, I'm excited for WrestleMania. I'm thankful for what the WWE is doing to entertain us. I have no complaints. I'm going to be enjoying WrestleMania in the comfort of my home. Uh Let's have fun. That's all I could say. Now, uh, and, and I'm sure there's going to be some sort of like a virtual uh, watch party because we're not there yet, but maybe by that time they'll have a 24-hour shutdown. But they mentioned that Rob Gronkowski, former New England Patriots football player, is going to host WrestleMania. Now, they didn't specify if it was both on Saturday and Sunday. But... Do we need a Rob Gronkowski to host a WrestleMania? I understand you're not gonna get the f- casual, your 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 you know your NFL fan to watch because you want to see what Rob Gronkowski is doing. But was he really needed? Yes, because so many people are turned away from an empty WrestleMania now. People are going to say, okay, I'm going to tune back in, especially like you, we were talking about earlier, the brand new fans, the NFL fans. Gronk is, was huge during his NFL career. New York Patriot, you know, New England Patriot, sorry. Uh, you know, and with this whole thing going around with Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady knows that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
and Gronk is now with the WWE. So yes, like I said, people will tune in because obviously everyone's pissed off at Brady, but no one's pissed off at Gronk. So the WWE made a smart move. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely going to catch the mayor. But if I was Fox, I if you have two nights of WrestleMania, which in my opinion, Georgia, you really look at it. We technically already had two nights because when you have NXT takeover on Saturday and then you have WrestleMania on Sunday, you're still getting two nights of WWE. And if you want to throw in there Friday for the Hall of Fame, of course, there's no action. But you got three nights of WWE. So the fact that they're splitting this thing up, you, you really have to now figure what's going to happen next year. Are they going to keep that? So that means that now you have, I mean, that's going to be tough. Think about it. If you have WrestleMania on a Saturday and a Sunday, and then you throw in a Friday night SmackDown, where are you going to throw in NXT TakeOver? And where are you going to throw in the NFL, of, I mean, the NFL, the WWE Hall of Fame? As a matter of fact, they were speaking about that and saying that it could be in the weekend of SummerSlam. And I don't actually go against that either because SummerSlam is practically their second biggest event of the year. So if they did have to choose one, I would say SummerSlam. So from now on, you would say, well, maybe we could do NXT TakeOver on a Thursday. You have Friday Night SmackDown and then WrestleMania both on Saturday and a Sunday in 2021. Could be, yeah. Uh, but remember, WrestleMania has been growing almost every year in general. So, like, the whole thing of, of two nights was eventually coming because a lot of people were complaining for how many hours the last uh, WrestleMania was. So, the two, the two nights was already discussed even before coronavirus. But what I'm saying is that uh, maybe next year they do stick with the same program with the whole Thursday this, Friday this, then two nights of WrestleMania. Maybe, maybe. I'm not a fortune teller. But I will tell you this, uh, you know, this year, I would not be against it, nor would I comment nor uh, against it or any of that matter if they decided to do Hall of Fame and NXT for SummerSlam. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the start route to go. You're absolutely right. Now, because you couldn't have WrestleMania in a big stadium do you have SummerSlam in a big stadium cancel the current venue that you have, which was not going to be a stadium, was going to be an arena? Do you do SummerSlam in a big major setting? Yes. Uh, this is where it, it, the, the ball now goes a little quicker, especially because the ball is so heavy. Like it's, it's so heavy that you have to really concentrate and see what you do. And I think they've already had announced what arena SummerSlam was going to be in since last year. But if Vince wants to make the money back, I'm sure the city will say, yeah, go ahead, get the stadium. You know, everyone wins in deals like that. So I wouldn't doubt it. All right, we're going to go ahead and little, so a small break. We're going to welcome Debbie Gamble. She is the number one mixed martial arts fan in the state of Florida. She welcomes us and uh, welcome here to the Roman show and talks about um, her story. You know, this is a lady who would show up uh, to mixed martial arts events all over Florida uh, on a wheelchair. Now she's walking. And I'll let her tell the story. Coming up next, Debbie Gamble on the Roman show.
Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back again to the Roman Show. You know, with so much news out there, that's um, really causing a lot of uh, anxiety, panic, euphoria for some people, maybe hysteria for others, whatever it may be. The point is we're trying to carry on here some really good stories, some really good stuff that's going to get you off your couch and get you motivated and just remind you that things will be all right. Don't stick to the news. Remember, they want clickbaits. All we want is here is, is to enjoy life and for what it's worth. And this one person that I have here, I think is the appropriate guest to have on this program. I'm speaking about Debbie Gamble. This is a lady who last year was awarded an award for being the number one mixed martial arts fan here in uh, the state of Florida. But this is the one person that no matter what, whether hurricanes or tornadoes or whatever the hell it is, she will make sure some way, somehow, she will be at a mixed martial arts show here in Florida. And that just goes to show you that if you love something, you would do anything you want or anything you need to be there. Debbie, thank you so much for joining us on the program. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> awesome. You know, Debbie, and i like to inform everyone here, you know, the first time I met you was, you know, I don't know, a few, few years ago now. Um, and at the time, you were having some health issues. You would be in a wheelchair. Um, and now you're standing. You know, you're, 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 I saw some videos. You were hitting the mitts. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but but I, I want to go back just a little bit here. When did it all start for you? When did you become a fan of mixed martial arts? And I'm just not talking about here in the state of Florida in general, but just overall. When was the first time that you saw an event on television or for whatever, maybe the first time you were introduced was in person? Tell me the story how it all got started for you. Oh, yeah. No, I met somebody. His name was Scott a long time ago. Like four, It's going on 14 years now that I've been doing this. Um, and he taught me all about it. He told me all about it. He showed me stuff, you know, he went on, told me to go on YouTube on certain things. And, you know, and then I went on, you know, and I started, of course, watching it on TV and then the UFC and stuff. But um, the real best part of that after that happened was when Aaron, God rest his soul, Aaron Rodgman took me to my first fight. That was in 2013, 14, something like, somewhere around there. And he, and that was it. I, I was hooked. <laughs> so, so, so Scott, I, was Scott a, a mixed martial artist or just a fan? He was. Yes, he was. He did some shows, but he lived up in, um, I actually, I can't even get a hold of that, that, um, fighter anymore. He lives in Indiana, oh. Indiana. His name is Scott Blevins. And he um, taught me all about it, and I just went on further and further and got bigger and bigger, and now I'm sitting in my museum. <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about that, too. So so your first show was with the late Aaron Rodman, you know, God, God bless his soul. He was yes, such a kind God man. Bless, yes, He and, yes. Uh, and, and Daniel Case started uh, XFN. Um, mm -hmm. so, so was that your first show? What was it an XFN show? No, no, no. My first show was in, um, West Palm in that country bar. I forget what it's, the name of it is, oh. but it was, um, way in West Palm somewhere. And, um, his mom, his whole family went with him, Aaron, Aaron's whole family. And Lauren always made sure that I could see. 
she always scooted everybody out of the way because <laughs> I was in my wheelchair, you know. So she always made sure that I was, uh, you know, close by to where I could watch every fight going on. And, um, and then it just got progressed. And then after that, after he passed away, um, I just kept on going on my own. I just kept on going. And, and then I went to all of the XFNs. And then I found out about more, added more friends on Facebook, more fighters, more fighters, until I got almost as many as I could go to in my area with the transportation to uh, to um, all the all the, all of the fights, all the promoters and the promotions out there that I could go to. So yeah, I just I just got really big. So so <laughs> I was just going to one, and that was it for for a while there, and then I just kept on going to finding more on Facebook. So with that first one, I think you and, and quote me for wrong. Was it a fight time show? Fight time promotions now no longer exists. No, it wasn't a fight time promotion. It was the ABC. ABC, yes. Okay, I remember. Yeah, that one. maybe it wasn't in there. Well, they did have one up there at that bar, but there's another one way. Um, I forget the name of the bar. It was too far. It was too long ago for me. Sorry, I can't yeah, remember. Okay. But um, yeah, they um, had a couple shows that I had gone to because that's when they brought me to. Actually, it was it was Aaron and Sky. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Miochiek. Um, there you go. That's yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he, they both, you know, they even rented a van so I could go in my wheelchair. Wow. And then they brought me there and brought me back home. Wow. So that was yeah, that was that was the big big deal. I I, I was very grateful to them um, both helping me to get to the fights and stuff. And then I just progressed and figured it out on my own. <laughs> so overall, you pretty much attended almost every promotion down here in South Florida. You would say yes, if uh, yes, except Miami on. In Miami, I, I just Broward County, Palm Beach County, yeah, but mostly Broward. I mean, Broward County, man, is booming with them. I, I always, I always, um, all the stuff that I always go to is always mostly in Broward. And and, and when you call it to MMA, uh, prior to mixed martial arts, were you a fan of another sport that you would attend or? Did you, was, you know, no, this is the only one. I mean, I watched some sports. I liked watching racing and football and stuff on, on TV, but this is the one that I actually got to go live. And uh, and it just really blew me away. And just and as I met more and more people, it wasn't just the sport anymore. It was the people, too. Mm-hmm. That's including you too, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, so Debbie, You're welcome. <laughs> every time you go to an MMA, you know, show, this is your way, your catharsis, you know, just trying to get away from things and forget about things and, and just enjoy the sport. Uh, or, or like oh, you, yeah. Or like you said, it's, it's more like a family gap because it's true. Everyone, when you sit there, uh, cage side, every, every promoter, every fan, every fighter goes up to mm-hmm. you and gives you a hug. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I even and then I even was even crazed when when they started sitting by me. <laughs> Charles Rosa sat by me a couple times. It was like, yeah, that was like, it was it's it's MMA heaven for me. I love it. I just I just can't get enough. I can't get enough. <laughs> so so tell me tell me about this because you you were in a wheelchair. Now you're walking. 
mm-hmm. and then you start hitting the mitts. But for, for those listening, I know you had an outfit. If you feel like sharing, you know, go ahead. But uh, the good thing about it is that you, you, you rose to your feet and, and you're walking and you're progressing and you're getting motivation from those in social media, fight fans, uh, fighters telling you, hey, you know, keep going. I, I saw your trajectory as far as, you know, when you when you transitioned from that uh, wheelchair oh, yeah. to now. I started, yeah, I started walking on October 1st. I was away in North Carolina. My daughter, my older daughter is up that way. And I go visit her two or three times a year. And I had... I was staying there for a month, and that's the longest I've ever stayed up there. And I started, um, I, I had my cane, that was it. Because, you know, I can't bring the chair, they can't lift it up into the truck every time. So so I left the chair home, brought the cane, and my, um, I just wanted, I just, I don't know, I just, something came over me. And plus I was watching a, um, the Make a Change Father-Son podcast there. They got me going with the I can, I will, I must. And I got my cane and just started walking and walking further and further and further until I made it around her whole neighborhood, which she has a big neighborhood. <laughs> so, and then I just kept on going. And I have not stopped, and I plan on not stopping <laughs> and keep on going. And what exactly did you have, Debbie? Oh, it's nerve. It's nerve damage. A lot of nerve damage all through my body. There is a name for it. It's like chronic um, polyneuropathy. And it's, um, I got really bad nerve damage in my left side. My left side's worse than my right side. And it was pain to where I couldn't even walk on my foot. I was walking on my toes. I couldn't even put my foot all the way down. I had dropped foot and everything. And it's just, um, I lose lose feeling in my hands and stuff. And I drop things a lot. And it's, it's yeah, it's very bad nerve stuff. And um, I'm just fighting through. I'm just fighting through. I just keep on going, keep smiling. <laughs> and when were you diagnosed with this, uh, this disease? I was diagnosed with this in um, 2003. Mm. Between 2003 and 2004. Because I had my accident in 2002, a bad car accident. It was a T-bone. I The steering wheel broke and pinned me into the car. Pinned me in the car. And I already had back messed up my back was already messed up and then um and then just it just made it progress more and i have had like 21 surgeries in my life and that's including my children wow <laughs> so so <laughs> so the, the 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 disease came after the accident the i'm sorry i didn't hear the first part i'm I sorry said, i said you were diagnosed with this after the accident oh yes 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. So, after the accident and I just got progressed. I mean, I just got downhill, downhill on and on through the years and everything to where I just couldn't even walk. And then I tried surgery. Then I tried this and then I tried that, whatever the doctor, you know, the nerve doctor wanted to try something. So I tried that. That worked a little bit. And then that was it. it and nothing, nothing was working. So that's when that day, that October 1st, I tell you, man, just got my brain going and said, okay, let's get the cane and just get myself out of that chair by myself. And I did. And, so, and but, here I am. But before <laughs> before that, Debbie, did they tell you, hey, you got to try this on your own? Uh, to no, get a, no, 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 so no. The doctor they said, didn't tell me anything. They told me, well, they told me that, that I'm going to be like that forever. Wow. I'm going to be like this forever. You know, in the chair and not, you know, it's just good. I'm just going to get weaker and weaker and weaker and lose my legs. So, so until October 1st, when you basically told the, told the, you made the doctors tap out, in other words, 
Um, oh yeah, you exactly. said you know what? I'm I just gonna do this <laughs> pain or what? So I, I gotta ask you, what has been the response from the doctors when they say, "Hey, what happened to your wheelchair?" They're freaking, they're freaking <laughs> out every time I go there. They they say, "Whoa, you're walking really good." And, you know, they 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 praise me every time I go to the doctors, and, and, and they say, "Keep on walking." And then they and then the last time I went, they said, "I'm not out of the woods yet." Mm-hmm. And don't be superwoman, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I know how much I can handle, uh, except that one day when I went to the beach and did 12,000 steps. That's a little too much, yeah. Well, <laughs> but I did then. it, and I went through. <laughs> so. so how did this whole uh, mitt exercise come about? Tell me about this. I think I saw you in the cage. You're, you were uh, throwing some hands. Oh, that? No, I fit. No, because I want to get. There's a lot of dreams that I have, okay, <laughs> Robin, okay, okay. <laughs> of, of moving up into the sport and doing things, you know, like a bucket list, I guess you can maybe per mm-hmm. se call it, you know, whatever. Sure, sure. But um, I wanted to move up in the sport and do that. I've always wanted to that, do that. I have gloves. I have one mitt. I get my kids to hold it for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. They don't like to, but, you know, but I'd rather, you know, somebody that knows what they're doing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, um, and then I just, uh, there's a lot of things. I want to walk out with fighter. I got to go behind where the fighters hang out. I did that. So, you know, there's a lot of things. And then going in the cage, that was amazing too. <laughs> yeah. You did that uh, recently, right? Yes, I did that. I did that. Um, uh, I did that with um, Armando. Wow. At Rise. Right, right, right. I wow. went in there, and I, yeah, but I went there also um, for XFN, for Combat Night, and now I'm yet to do that for um, for Titan, Titan oh. FC. Well, you, you, yeah, you, I haven't gotten their cage yet. <laughs> you got a few promotions to go, so go to. So now you have this collection of of images and pictures and, and mm-hmm. posters. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. You posted online, and that just goes to show uh, for everyone listening here how much of a, of a passionate fan she is. But um, when did you start this collection? Oh, I started it a long time ago. I got posters from ABC. Wow. That's when I started it. I got posters from ABC, and then then some people like um uh, I don't know if you know or heard of MMA's Most Wanted. They gave me, they gave me some. Um, he gave actually he gave me some um, stuff too. He gave me cards, UFC cards, and and UFC pictures too to put on. And then I just started building it, building it, getting shirts, and and just. It, now it's huge. Look, I got two banners. I, I, actually, more than two, but this, those are the first two. And then uh, Paris just gave me some banners too. So, <laughs> and then I got that one from Titan. It stands by the door when you go in. <laughs> yeah, I noticed uh, that. That's in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> and and then the pictures you you've taken pretty, so many pictures, um, and, and then you print them out. How many pictures do you have in total? You would say roughly. Oh my gosh, you know, I really want to know. I have to count them. <laughs> it's going to be hard to count them because they're all over the place. But I know the last batch that I got, mm-hmm. and that was five things. That was like the weigh-ins, the fights, and then also the awards. There was two promoters and then, and then the awards. I, I got over 94 pictures. 
just for that, for those. And then when I got that, I don't know if you saw it, Roman, I, I got that one drop down from the awards. Mm. Wow. Frank let me have one of those. It said behind my couch in the living room on the wall with all the pictures that I took at the awards. Wow. So yeah. Dana White was here. The UFC was here last year. Did you were you able to attend that event? He also oh, was at the. Yeah, uh, right <laughs> he was also at the at the Titan FC. Did you get to meet Dana? Yes, I did. Listen, I there. Okay, it was close to me going outside because you know how my transportation is. I have to be right. out there at a certain time. So right. I was going. I said, "There is no way I'm leaving this building without <laughs> a picture with Dana White." Uh-huh. So I went over to him. I followed, found a way to get to him. <laughs> And then, of course, his bodyguards go, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, they didn't want me to mess with him or anything. But I wasn't trying to bother him or anything. Right. And then he said, no problem. I finally got the picture. And then I went outside. Yeah, it's on my wall. He's on my wall. <laughs> and did you, did you have a conversation? Were you able to talk to him a little bit? or? I talked to him just a little bit. Not really much because he wanted to go, you know, he wanted to watch the next, the next fight was coming up. Because I did miss the last one because of the transportation stuff. Sure. Um, yeah, but he is on my wall. I, w- I would not leave there until until I got a picture with him. He didn't mind. <laughs> He's really nice about it. <laughs> so you, you mentioned that you still have some bucket lids as, as a fan here. Um, you mentioned uh, going into the Titan FC cage. Uh, what else? What else? That, 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 so we can... Uh, share with us here with our with our listeners oh okay well of course i said walk out with a fighter mm-hmm. yeah walk out with a fighter and then of course i want to go in and now i did go in recently with combat night with a fighter mm-hmm. after he won oh, so long. i did do that that was that was awesome that was that was amazing and but i want to go in the, in the cage also and i want to get a picture with with the announcers and the refs and and some of the commission you know or all of the commission i don't know biggest picture as i can get <laughs> and make it real big and blow it up and put it in my living room <laughs> is there a particular uh, fighter that you would like to walk out with no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I love them all. Yeah, I love them all. I love them all. There's a few of them, you know, that that said that they that, that they wouldn't mind, you know. Now that I can walk, you know, mm-hmm. you know, now that I can walk, I mean, I can walk without that cane. The cane can stay somewhere, you know. I just have to have it on standby as doctor's orders for now, just for now. So, so and I, I know you you love all the the the, the fighters, but is there one particular uh, fighter though that you you're always there no matter what to to see them in in action and follow them? Oh yeah, that would be Devin Dixon. That's why I want to get to Rise of a Warrior. <laughs> and then if they do this thing, um, being locked down in your homes, we can't go to that one, or I can't go to that one. Then I'll be I'll be pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> So that, the, Although they're all canceled, if they all get canceled, they're going to move to new months. So yeah. I, I will eventually get to it. <laughs> so, Devin, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you know, when your fight, your next upcoming fight, Debbie, it, it will be more than happy to walk out with you. Uh, just sending that out. I know that they're scheduled for, um, says here, April 11th uh, in Port yeah. St. Lucie. So, uh, Devin, if you're listening to this one, you know, uh, Debbie wants to walk out with you. So, Debbie, here you are, uh, a fan for life in mixed martial mm-hmm. arts. 
Um, so many promotions here. Uh, they, they gave you an award last year as a number one fan. And, yes. you know, wh what keeps you going to all these shows? You know, I mean, it, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of effort to go yeah, there. Yeah, but you know, yeah. no, it's all worth it. No, it's all worth it to me. I, my, my family hears it all from me. My kids, my mom, my my sister asks me questions all the time about it. There's one over by her um, coming up on um, April 25th, I think, mm -hmm. um, over there in Fort Myers. That she said you, she was going to come over and pick me up and take me over there and then take me to the fights. Wow. That's what she said. So, But they, they all support me. They really do. My mom said, oh, when are you going to stop? Because it's going all over her condo, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but she, I mean, she doesn't mind, but she just she, she didn't think it would go into the living room. <laughs> now, but, <laughs> so have, have you gone with your daughters to a show? No, I've tried to get them to go to shows, but that's, uh, yeah, they, they, have it, they said, that's your thing, mom. <laughs> you go have fun. So I guess, that, I, I guess that's another bucket list. Yeah, I, I was trying to get my granddaughter and my daughter, my middle daughter, not the mom, but her aunt, to come to the awards with me. Mm -hmm. But it didn't happen. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, Debbie, I want to thank you so much for your time. And, and again, any, oh, anyone you. tuning in here, uh, we appreciate uh, your support. And... Um, Stay safe. We're, we're going to get through this stuff. Uh, it's just a matter oh, yeah. of time. Keep smiling, everybody. Come yeah, on. it's just, Keep you smiling. know, and again, stay away from the social media and the news. Just watch some fights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I'm talking to all the fighters <laughs> as I can. Oh, yeah, I keep up with the fighters as much as I can, or I ask them questions so I can put them in my book, you know? So it's, it's yeah, it's really, but I don't want to keep you. I know you're on a time crunch. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> so, again, we're going to get through this. Debbie just shared a, a very uh, motivating story there. And, uh, again, soon, very, very soon, we will get our mixed martial arts events down here in South Florida and Florida, all over the world. We're going to be back and ready. So, Debbie, thanks so much, and I look forward to seeing you at the next one. And thank you. Thank you very much, Debbie. Really appreciate it. All right, thank you very much, Debbie, there. Uh, hopefully... We'll be seeing you very soon at the next MMA show whenever we're back in action here in South Florida. As uh, Right now, of course, some of these events, most of them have been canceled all the way through the end uh, of April, to be honest. So we don't know when the next MMA show is going to be. Crossing our fingers, it's in May. If not, then I'm sure somehow, some way we'll make this up, just like the pro wrestling shows have been canceled. The rock show. You know, you have so many metal shows, rock shows that are all canceled down the drain. I was actually uh, looking forward to seeing Five Finger Death Punch, uh, which they were coming to town April 8th, which, mind you, I'm still waiting for an email. I haven't you know, refund back. Um, but nonetheless, George, again, we, we continue with this conversation. Um, and, and let's talk some mixed martial arts real quickly. We had UFC held a show last week. It was in an empty uh, arena in Brazil. And, and if you think WWE or pro wrestling in an empty arena is weird, 
try mixed martial arts. <laughs> but the cool thing is, though, you actually get to hear the knockouts. You get to hear, you know, the, the celebration from the fighters. You get to hear the referee getting in the way. If there's any, if there's any talking in the fight. Uh, so it, it was quite cool. But Dana White was adamant saying that the next three shows was going to happen no matter what. President Trump came on earlier this week and said that, listen, if you have a gathering of 10 people or more, then you should cancel it. According to Dana White, he was going to hold this weekend's event at an Indian reservation and he was ready to go. But because of the 10, the rule of the 10 people or more uh, event being canceled or, or, or you know, more of a recommendation to cancel, they had to shut that off. So we're without mixed martial arts, but we saw on an Instagram post from Dana White that whether hell or high water, Habib and Ferguson will happen if it has to be in space. Sponsored by um, SpaceX, Elon Musk is going to fly the fighters to the moon. And, and, and George, I don't know too much uh, as far as how much you know of the history of Habib and Ferguson, but this will be the fifth time that they booked this fight. You know, the first, there's like two of them where uh, they were canceled because of injury. One of them, one of the fighters didn't make the weight cut. Dana White, in fact, went and said, listen, this is it. Like, we're not going to book this fight ever again. But maybe the fifth time is the charm. So he's re really wants this fight to happen because it's something that, he's, that the fans have been asking for. And now, unfortunately, he's met with something that is not the fighter not making weight. It's not the fighter getting hurt, but it's a freaking coronavirus. You know, I mean, this, this fight is just freaking cursed. You can't make this happen. But hopefully, somehow, some way, we get it done. Shout out to Bellator. They also had a fight scheduled last week. They uh, postponed that, but all their fighters got paid. And, and I also want to mention, too, George, that mixed martial artists, especially the ones that fight regionally they're not getting paid man and, and and now now they probably can't even go to the gym and train because of the freaking coronavirus all the gyms are shut down and if 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 we get to the point where they do do the 24-hour shutdown you can't even train outside george how are you gonna get ready i you got me uh, that that's that's a great question, but honest to God, I, I really don't know because the, it's I get it that everyone's making their safety judgment calls. But at the same time, people are getting upset because of the curse like you were mentioning. Uh, listen, uh, it, it's such a it's a sensitive topic, Roman It's very sensitive. I can't answer that because. It's like I get a lot of people feel like it's cursed, but in this case, it's like how you were saying. It's not a weight. It's not an injury. It's an illness that's haunting everybody that could infect you with a touch, not with anything else, but a touch. And some people don't even know they're infected. And that's the scary part. Some people don't know that they're infected, and even those that are infected can't tell that they're infected because there's not enough test kits. So it's it's a very scary situation right now. So uh, 
just like wrestling, man. Don't get upset. Just try to be supportive. Try to be understanding. Let's see what happens, I guess. If they have to fight on the moon, they have to fight on the moon. We got to do what we got to do. And any wrestlers, any fighters out there, if you're in quarantine, you have nothing to do, you want to sh you know, chat with us, hey, shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com. We'd love to have you here in the program and, and talk some fighting, talk some pro wrestling, talk some rock, talk whatever the hell you want. Maybe, you know, you're, you're, you're a little antsy, stuck in your house. Hey, we'd love to have you here in the program. You want to share some stories, bring it. And uh, you can follow us on our socials. That's uh, at the Roman Show on Twitter, at Roman Show Media on Instagram and Facebook. Um, maybe we'll do a Facebook Live, George. You know, just to shoot the shit because <laughs> what else is there to do? <laughs> yeah, for the first time ever, you'll see how I look like. Be well, that's not true because we've had other Facebook uh, lives and no, YouTube but, videos. But for the new fans, because everyone can see how dashing I am. Okay, you better make sure you better shave. We're going through a crisis. Let me go. <laughs> you did the man cave stuff? Yeah, leave me alone. We're going through a pandemic. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we'll be back next week on the program. Look out for that Facebook Live. We'd love to, to have you in common and, again, shoot the shit. I don't know. You want to grab a beer, grab a drink, uh, talk to us. We're more than happy to do so and chit-chat and Share our experiences. You know, George is a promoter. Uh, he's been in the game for some time now. Also a pro wrestler at one point, just like myself. Uh, myself, you know, we announced many, many, many shows. You know, we, we're more than willing to share some stories, some cool. Maybe you got some cool locker room stories that you want to share, George. Next week? Yeah. Or when we do the Facebook Live. Maybe what is like the weirdest thing you saw in the locker room in exchange? Did you see a fight? Uh, I don't know. Something cool that you want to embrace us with. Huh. I'll have to think about that one. There's a lot of them. So yeah. that, that, that's what I'm saying. You know, maybe maybe think of a couple of shows. Maybe you dealt with some uh, some legends that came in the back and maybe they, they, they were an acting cool or maybe they were cool and they shared their stories. Less enlighten the people. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I, I just got to figure out which one. Shoot, we could even go ahead and talk about the good old days of backyard wrestling. Listen, if we were, if this quarantine thing, okay, were to happen back in 1998 or 1999 or 97 or that, when we wrestled in backyard, we would be freaking rich selling that stuff on social media, on Facebook Live, and all that crap. Agreed. EHW. We would be making money of IPPV. Charging ten bucks a head. Okay, not that much. Okay, let, let's ten go. bucks a head let, watching let, crazy people hitting let, themselves with bolts and uh, I don't know. We, we stole stop signs or whatever. Hey, let's calm down, okay? Because I know you get all excited when we're talking about our 1990s uh, childhood of backyard wrestling, like the Hardys did. You don't always have to bring that up when you're in front of me. I understand you're jealous that you never was, you never were able to beat me. So let's just leave it there, okay? We we had like a like a Bret Hart and Stone Cold type of feud. Stone Cold never yeah. beat Bret Hart. Let's just leave it there. You <laughs> never got to beat me. Ah, uh, you know what? It, remember uh, the in wrestling when you lose, you actually win. 
Bloodstone didn't get to beat me. Andy did not get to beat me. Rage did not get to beat me, even though he almost broke my damn nose. Let's see. Uh, the big PD Rave didn't get to beat me. The only person, God bless you, is the only person that ever got to beat me was Devo. God bless you, Robert. How about Big J? Did he beat you? J Biggs never beat me. Okay. Uh, let me see. Who am I? Oh, Turbulence, that little pipsqueak, never beat me. So, Dangerous Danny Dennis never beat me. Colt never beat me. Coven 13 never beat me. Should I continue? Let's leave it for the And for all those people who don't know what the hell we're talking about, because I'm sure you're like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Well, we used to have back in the late night, and we can talk about this for years. Back in the late 1990s, the backyard revolution was going on. It was hot. And in fact, at that point, George, we would make uh, or we would interact with other promotions. It's not really a promotion. It's a bunch of kids just breaking each other's heads. But we would use uh, AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> Little C's never beat me. Are you still with this stuff? <laughs> Let me continue here, man. Emilio never beat me. Can I continue here? But we can share the whole stories about how South Florida uh, had these backyard right. B, was it BMW? B, no, BBW? I don't know. There were so many uh, promotions back then, and we could talk and talk about this entire. Uh, pro- what? Hazard never beat. Just me. let it go already, <laughs> man. Let it go already, man. Listen, <laughs> this will be a great conversation, and you'll learn a lot about the history of backyard rest, which no one has really touched base on that. If you really think about it, George. Taz never beat. Oh, me. let it go, man. <laughs> <laughs> But we could go on and on. We, we'd love to share those stories. We could probably do that in a Facebook Live this weekend. And um, Just stay tuned. We'll put the post up there so you can follow us and find out more details. Well, that's pretty much it for the Roman Show. We'll catch you next week in the program in a Facebook Live. If you haven't on, you haven't heard. The lawnmower man never beat me. <laughs>